Hello and welcome to another episode of Tuesdays with Daddy, a weekly conversation podcast where I, Anil Rao, get together with my son Tejas and talk about the happenings in hey, our hey, lives. Hey, 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 no, Appa, you're, you're hijacking the show. <laughs> I'll take care of the introduction. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Tuesdays with Mummy, where today, as you can tell, I'm not speaking to my mother, but I'm talking to my dad. What an introduction he seems to be given for himself. I'm really, really happy to be speaking to him this week. And it's a welcome break when my mom's on break from the show. Uh, today, we're going to talk about something that's very close to my heart. And I've been looking forward to this episode ever since mom told me that she'd be taking a week break. Uh, Appa has been my rock for every application I've made in my life. Of Amma and Appa, I can recall Amma taking an interest in my primary school academics. But very clearly, the shift to Appa's interests became clear as I grew older. In high school, whenever he'd visit Bangalore, I'd leave all my notebooks and textbooks for him to sit on my beanbag in my room and read through. And every single time, we'd be able to have discussions on most of the subjects I was studying. The only thing I recall managing to get past him is French and to an extent English literature. But he was on top of every other thing with his memory and he was able to recall his own experiences encountering subjects for the first time, particularly in chemistry. It wasn't just this interest though, it was also the extent of help he provided me while being afar. Uh, Appa took an interest in reading up about the different syllabus documents that I had for my different courses. He used to print out all my past papers, spiral bind them and get them back for me to practice writing with. And whenever I made applications throughout my life, Appa did extra research to ask insightful questions, to aid decision-making, and to be as supportive as possible despite the fact that he was far away. As I prepare for another round of applications in life, it feels like I've now been making them for six years, ever since I was in grade 12, whether it was to universities, to internships, to jobs, and to everything else. Throughout all of these, Appa is ever-present. And so I wanted to speak to him this week about academics, applications, and things we've both learned together while tackling these. Between Amma and you, I can't pinpoint who is more academic, Appa. Both of you are extremely academically talented in your own ways. I always found it hilarious as a child that you're both engineers in such related fields, ECE and electrical, but you both moved away from that into sales and into finance. Amma seems to have left behind her engineering knowledge, but you still retain it to this day. Not in depth, of course, but to a very large extent. So my first question for you to kick things off this evening, and thank you for coming on, on the show, is did you always like studying? Have you, have you always enjoyed it? Because for me personally, it seems like you've passed this on to me. I can't ever remember that I've not enjoyed studying. Yes, I like studying specific subjects. Uh, through my years at school and college. Um, to take you through, uh, elementary school, I was at NDA English school and I was good at reading and recitation those days. And I was a frontliner in the parents' day functions until my grade three. At primary school, in grade four, I joined St. Vincent's and uh, being a, a Jesuit school, uh, they had always this focus on English and I was very, uh, had a good, good fortune of having excellent English teachers 
and uh, they were pushing our creativity even though not uh, uh, cutting the subject english into uh, all these other uh, you know uh, divisions which we have today within the english language literature and all those other branches which they cut from english we had only two parts one was the essay writing which i really loved and looked forward to uh, and it was once a week we had to write an essay and there was they were used to give us a good subject and topic to do that and then we had something called rapid reader we used to call rr and this is where we used to get these reference to context and things like that which we were asked uh, in our unit tests and midterm exams and so on and so forth so my uh, in my primary school at vincens i really loved english because also also to some extent due to the way the teachers used to teach at middle school and high school um, going up to 10th standard i really loved trigonometry chemistry and biology uh these were the three subjects i really loved and as i stepped out from school from my 10th standard i went it went to bangalore for my 11th and 12th and puc i had taken english hindi because i didn't know kannada or sanskrit so i had to take the second language which was hindi and then of course uh, the science subjects which is physics chemistry maths and biology and yes i definitely liked studying and i gave it a lot of my hours and uh, that's the reason i was quite successful at my um uh, at my puc level and uh, i got into engineering which took me to rv college and at college um i somehow like i've always believed that engineering was working with hands Hmm. engineering was always a practical you know it was yeah. never theory subject this is what i used to have in my mind so things like uh, carpentry smithy fitting all these things were uh, in the first year of engineering they were like labs and workshops we used to do and we used to look forward to this we had to wear brown dress <laughs> and go and khaki uh, dress and go it used to be uh, you know in the heat of moment you have to do it you have to do things within 90 minutes yeah you yeah. have to do these things in certain time and uh, as uh, we got into the details of the engineering in my specified branch i definitely loved uh, going to the labs the electronic labs because there that was uh, where you applied what you learned yeah yeah uh, to some extent at least 5 to 10% only you cannot apply everything <laughs> so only 5 to 10% and uh, i uh, it is very visible i think if you look at my record writing and other things that only when you have certain interest towards that subject you will try to maintain that record yeah. you try to give it on time you try to give it your more time when you are at home yeah. and you try to complete the record you know if there's one lab every week so if you do the lab say on monday your next lab class will be next monday so that will allow uh, you time sufficient time to write the lab record it's submitted so you know planning when you want how much time you want to give to the lab report the readings the graphs everything those i planned and i did well and uh, at college level uh, i topped my batch and my class and uh, 
that was about it from engineering but since leaving college i have had very little engagement with my formal studies you know formal courses and things like that so there was these occasional short term courses uh, which uh, during my early part of my career were engagements at various levels whether it's technical whether it's sales whether it's related to skill development or whatever these courses uh, were done most of the time in person mm. so it also gave me the opportunity to travel to those countries yeah yeah which is something i loved yeah and uh, that was it uh, these are so these are the areas so i've always enjoyed learning studying and looking at new things and understanding things uh, in uh, as they are or you know as new products come in or yeah. new new things for us for me so, to gain so it's knowledge it's, information it's yeah. very interesting for me i mean uh at a very young age i feel like uh, our mind you were very proactive in ensuring that i i developed that habit of studying and i i disliked it as a child but it was only in maybe grade 10 grade 11 grade 12 where i started to um i really started to fall in love with learning and this this idea of lo- devoting your time to all of these subjects and all of that is very very inspirational for me because uh while cleaning up the house in the during the pandemic i had the option opportunity to come across your project your lab records so many of those things that you maintained back then that i was able to look at now and just think about how my own life mirrored yours in such different ways uh the amount of resources that i had accessible to me was was different completely to to the circumstances that you studied in but there was this mutual love for learning that pushed us both and in 11th and 12th i think when you recognized that and it really it really reminded me of those conversations that we used to have around the bean bag i never had a lab record book but my notebooks were always filled especially the pure math ones they were just filled with past paper questions and just some after some and uh, i mean i i feel like if you were given the chance to resolve all of your problems you would have done them without batting an eye and that's something that that i really cherished but moving from academics like a very big part of formal studying is also this entire process of making applications continuously uh board exams jobs university applications and stuff uh what's the first story that comes to your head when you think about an application that you've made and who do you think supported you in that application the most um i think the first application i remember making was uh, other than the admissions and transmi- transition from the local school at nda to st vincent's uh, other than that the first application i remember making was the 10 standard ssc examination application um i just remember bringing one sheet of paper which consisted of uh, write your name here etc and all those things and date of birth and all those things and we were asked to bring it the following day and i uh, i did not fill it i came home and i gave it to my mother and she filled it and gave it to me and uh, i took it the next day because uh, it, it said that uh, you must get it signed by your parents so i gave it uh, the next day back to the school class teacher and uh, then after that suddenly i got a call from the principal from the front office 
which is the admin office and there was a gentleman by name stanley i remember mm. usually i never I never got any calls from the front office so it was i went there and then uh, they asked me to uh, you know uh, if if i wanted to change my name yeah i have to bring my parents with me again because the application it was saying some other name and that was how uh my name as it stands today on my certificates and everything came to be finalized and firmed up yeah so that was the first application i remember mm. uh, which was uh, which came about and uh, just adding one point uh, to close the previous point which you mentioned you know about learning and enjoying learning i think uh, i always uh, from right from your childhood na mm. uh, we got a very small table and a chair for you uh, where, uh, where where we said no for your drawing you can sit and do and you can do let him make a habit yeah. i think some some things like those which we inculcated very early yeah. in, in your in your childhood i think they hold uh, a good amount of uh, uh, value and they hold a good amount of discipline and they hold a good amount of uh priority wherever you go yeah you know whether it's uh, of course until you are there till 12th standard you're there at home you always had your own place to sit and study and all those things but when you went to hostel i think it formed a very good part of where you want to sit and study and how you make your setup i think that is also a very important yeah learning uh, as the environment around how you learn and what you require as a basics to learn is also formed from those habits yeah definitely that also plays a major role absolutely and i think it reminds me of you know uh amma amma used to tell me very very early on that i needed to develop this habit of sleeping early and then as the years broke away from 10th 11th 12th i sort of started breaking that habit more and more and i think that's when she also realized and she told me this incident that i feel like you're the definition of the person who burns the midnight oil because you used to sit and study until late hours during your own engineering and mm. those those are sort of things that you know finding a space to study and devoting yourself mm. to to studying to learning new information when it's presented to you is mm. is something that sort of just came throughout my high school you're absolutely right but mm. i mean this takes me to the next part of what i wanted to sort of pick your brains on which was uh throughout throughout my my life like i said at the introduction it's uh you were very invested and interested in in the academic side of things i i remember like as I, in my childhood a lot of my memories with you are very st- stern memories very serious memories even though they they, they were always very fun Uh, a lot of the conversation centered around things like homework and uh, i remember you having lunch with me and giving me my you know giving me my space to do my homework every day and just mm. checking up after you woke up that i had done that um but you took that interest in my academics and then that transition to the interest in applications very particularly uh, i can recall for example when i was in 12th and i decided to apply to oxford for law at that time when you had to pick between oxford and cambridge you took a very keen interest in helping me decide which of the oxford colleges to apply to 
and there was so many of them and i remember we sat and we did like an elaborate discussion of okay not this college not this college and there was no reason for you to necessarily invest so much time in it especially because i had the option of giving an open application and the same thing happened when we applied to cambridge for the llm uh, i was in dubai this time last year when i filled out my llm applications and we did the exact same thing we had a very extended conversation about which college and stuff and you also came to bangalore to attend an open day with me for kings college london from whom i held an offer for undergraduate yes. law yes. um which it it really stands out because it was it was not like oh this was just another part of your life like it was not it never felt like oh on his way by happenstance he came across home and saw there was this open day and decided to come for it you were going out of your way to make sure you were there for these things and you were doing work uh maybe i didn't appreciate it as much at the time because it was always like oh questioning my decisions and stuff but mm. when i look back now it was always that you were you were passionate about studying and learning about the universities i was applying to what made you so passionate about academic life and applications especially for me how did you do all of your research because i don't i can't remember ever giving you tips to go off of okay so i'll i i have lots to say on these things but uh, let me try to give a complete overview as to how we developed this uh, attitude towards trying to coach assist and guide you towards what you wanted to do so i'll start from play school so for the first uh, for the first few years up to i think you were say uh, two and a half you never went to any school you were always at home we could we were lucky to find somebody to take care of you at home so when you started going to play school or you know in those uh, just before play school you have all these ideas of what you want to do with uh, coloring book or what wh- what you want to do uh, when you get a piece of paper in front of you what a child will do so the thing is i always kept myself engaged and involved in getting you activity books you know with uh, a lot of open spaces which you could color draw write scribble and things like that and of course once you bring those activity books then you need to buy crayons and then color pencils and then things like that all the stationery so i always always engaged with getting that information and making it available and also you can produce literally one activity book per week at at certain times because uh, you know a child wants to scribble etc okay going on from there uh, tata from bangalore uh, kala's father uh, used to send us stories for us to read to you yeah so yeah. we kept capturing those and we kept uh, capturing those on emails and we kept putting them into word files and from those word files we printed them into and made a book out of it so that's how um, you know we started getting this preschool activity up and ready some kind of story book some kind of activity book and then came dubai scholars you know as a part of the next step from your elementary school to the lkg and other uh, classes at dubai scholars and yes kala was taking your lessons and preparing you for the exams but i was constantly engaged with things like 
uh, wrapping the books at the start of the year, putting the name labels, uh, buying the school bag, uh, buying the water bottle, buying the uniform, buying the shoes. And that demanded engagement, continuous engagement to know what was happening in school daily. You can't forget in the middle of all of this, you were also the person who I had to come to to get all my circulars signed because Ah, Amma didn't want to sign anything. So I had to show you my diary every day Mm -hmm. to get your signature. And at the end of the week, Dubai scholars used to ask for parent signature Mm -hmm. and Amma made it compulsory that it was your signature that went on that. <laughs> yeah, that was good. All the homeworks were written and all those things were there. And teacher wrote some note, stapled it. Yeah, yeah, correct. Exactly. So those were things which happened at school. So that kept me constantly engaged. And the trend continued from primary school. And then and then eventually when we decided to move on to relocate to India, that that uh, because we had enough time. I I used that time to started to start shortlisting of schools and I visited some schools in Bangalore just to see and I did that before even you could come so that we could make a list of schools etc and then I visited those schools with you in the summer of 20, 2007 so between before you made the choice of which school you wanted to join, we went to Indus together, we went to InVenture and we went to Greenwood. So these are the three schools because they were on that uh, Varthur road and we yeah, could get yeah. there in time from school, etc., from home. So we, we shortlisted those schools. So prior to, uh, prior to that, that means after between the years 2009 to 2015, I can say, uh, my work took me back to Dubai and the most common thing which we could connect easily other than the normal conversation was what happened to sc- what ha- what happened at school today and it was a very uh, quick and uh, easy conversation to have and during my visits it was very refreshing to look at the textbooks notes of what you had been written and I, re- I remember also uh, sometimes when I used to come during the exam time regarding fractions and addition and subtraction of fractions. My God, that was like my worst, worst ever evening. No, do you remember how much, uh, how badly prepared I was for fractions? Do you yeah, remember so- you sat in, you sat on mm-hmm. the whiteboard and you said, "Listen, you have to learn this. It will come in tomorrow's exam. How can you be in grade seven and not know how to use fractions?" And I couldn't help myself. I started crying. Yes. Oh man. <laughs> so, so that was, I think, uh, those were the things. It was so easy for me to tell because I was able to understand what was the challenge point or what yeah. you are not able to understand. So even yeah. if it was late. I could correlate and I could explain. Uh, even after coming from here, I could sit there, explain, and yeah. do all those. It things. was also it was also very helpful. And Amma is not here, so I can say this. But it was also very helpful that Amma didn't know how to explain it to me because she tried and she tried, and it didn't go in my head at all. So she mm-hmm. gave up. So I think that was another very big part. Yeah, yeah, and it was also. Uh, you know, uh, very, uh, it is maybe that's your interpretation, but uh, it was also, uh, you know, when I am there in Bangalore, it was something like, okay, I can now you take care, I will take, 
I will relax. Yeah. Yeah. I will see. So she used to do that, and which was good. Uh, so that was one common thing which allowed me to uh, look through your books and relive some of the content, or uh, you know, to read some of the textbooks like trigonometry and something in grade nine and all this ladder problem and all these things. I I just loved those subjects also. And then when I saw the books, I used to feel so happy, uh, just wanting to go through all the basics. And so clearly, some things were written in in my times. We were we didn't have such books, so I could see very good correlation. And what the the the, the good learning point for me in this was, uh, they always had some application related to it. staying in constant touch with the curriculum at school kept me updated on your interest and what kept me in quest is what next what next what are the options after this yeah and where where can we go so i what i used to do is once i used to look at those course contents or textbooks i used to look at where were those books printed where were those books written whom were they written by who which university were they those people uh you know sometimes i looked at the authors and things like that but very often i i landed up in some college website mm. and uh, that website uh what and i just wanted to look at what they offered and uh as a next step simply like that you know as yeah. a next step what happens what happens because uh, of this particular method of education so this dovetailed into what we did as the oxford uh, application after the Twelfth grade and uh, KCL application also, and I wanted to understand what the college had to offer and what were the pros- prospects thereafter. You know what after BCL example. That's what I wanted to understand. So more than the environment, what kind of hostel, how will you stay, etc. Other than that, I also wanted to see for myself what. this co- the college is coming from the uk to do an orientation in bangalore then i wanted to know what kind what kind of people attend that orientation and what kind of people are they uh, are they exposing are they sharing uh, information about kcl so in that particular week it so happened that i was there in bangalore also and if i was not there mum kala would have definitely attended with you but since i was there she graciously allowed me to attend yeah yeah and uh, and it was nice and i i i was quite confident after the orientation that you know it was a good college to go to yeah i think that was the that was the thing that really you know stood out so when you when you spoke about all of this that you did you know it's not like it it feels so natural to do these things now um and it, it like we can look back at it very positively but back then i think i may have been going through some rebellious phase in my life where i was like why is he asking so many questions like what is i've made the decision like i know i'm applying to a particular place it's of course it's a good college of course i've done all my research but uh, i look back now and i see that amma's considerations and your considerations were very different ones amma was very sort of okay will he be able to stay and enjoy himself and you know will he will he get that is the environment going to be conducive and your concern was that plus plus okay where is he actually going who will he get exposed to who are the mm. people he can learn from and that's mm. something that i i really appreciate now because uh i look back and for every application we've made i have spreadsheets 
that have your comments on them that have my comments on them that have <laughs> you know this sort of this sort of experience that we've been through together with all of these applications and all of the research mm-hmm. you did because you know that college business for oxford that i was mentioning at the start it wasn't easy at all because none of us had previously applied to oxford nobody in my school had applied to oxford before mm-hmm. uh, so it was all like new information for us and it was it was really nice also to have you know people like arpita ma'am for example helping us mm-hmm. out at the time just lorance ma'am giving us the guidance that we required it was quite quite good to be there and another point to be noted i think amma mentioned this on one of the earlier episodes is that you used to be there for ptms too every single ptm you tried mm. to be be back in bangalore and that's something i can only appreciate looking back at it rather than saying oh appa came for my ptm like um, i don't think i made such a big deal out of it back then but i look today and i think it was it was very nice to have you for all of these important events and to have that support for every decision because it was like reaffirmation i took this decision based on my research someone else's research also validates that same information that i came to that same conclusion or mm. offered a new conclusion that was very nice but there have been some episodes in my life where my first attempts or my first applications were not always successful uh going to hman india uh for the first time i didn't really win anything um i didn't have like a shot at winning any awards then there was the physics situation at my as rebels where on my first take of the physics exam i got a c and then i retook the exam because i knew that the grade was mm. not reflective of my effort and bumped up the grade and then the oxford Correct. application of course which was a rejection post interview in grade 12 which i remember crying into my bean bag that day and telling amma i would make the application again in 5 years or in 3 years i knew i was going to make the application from the day that i got rejected uh in university there was jessup the first time i did jessup i was not successful and then roads for example where i've made two unsuccessful applications and now i'm i'm done with that chapter of my life but throughout all of this something that i observe is that um you have been one of the steadfast supporters of the choice to make the second application despite the fact that i had an unsuccessful first attempt the second attempt in general was always something that if i showed a genuine sort of i want to do it like instantly i never saw you or you questioning it or thinking that it was you know maybe a waste of time um so very frankly have you found that difficult to support because it's not always easy to support someone doing the same thing again and uh what made you you know decide to be so supporting of the second time that i tried to do things after failing once uh, how did you how has that sort of come about how is that thinking come about in your parenting because i appreciate that a lot okay so there are a lot of uh, points which you mentioned about hman as levels oxford roads jessup so many things so the first thing i always look and always want you to look is you know if you want to set you should set yourself a goal and you want to achieve something you have to keep trying and if you try and you fail should have the strength to get up again and try again so try 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 until you succeed that is the only mantra for anything and luckily for me i have learned this the hard way uh, i mean in life at work every every time so it's i should say it's a way of life for me 
so i keep trying all the time yeah and okay that perhaps is translating into these examples which you mentioned but since you asked let me explain it a bit more the h1 decision and the travel to hyderabad which came as a part of the participation happened while i was in bangalore on one of the visits and since there was a genuine interest it was a very easy decision to make and we always believed and supported whenever we could afford we just go, went ahead with it and perhaps it was i think in grade 7 or grade 8 i think so grade 9 just went, went ha huh? grade 9 the first time grade 9 grade 9 so we went ahead with it and um, it was the first time and also there was not uh, there was not uh, much uh, extra curricular activity where you would have come and asked us without thinking through so it yeah. was very easy very easy decision hmm. and uh, it went through the subsequent request was very well articulated by both your by yourself and supported by kala because the preparation was good the confidence was good and you sent me some online links i saw that uh, i saw who is the uh, should i say the director general coming and the profiles of those people then you uh, you had also shared with me uh, the the experience and the snaps from the first uh, first visit so that all was fresh in my mind so second was also um easy to make or the second uh, was a decision to participate was easier to make but i was not really sure whether it was coming out of peer pressure or wanting to have that experience at lemon tree uh, <laughs> and going to that radisson experience or yeah, yeah. wanting to just go out of bangalore in, in the aircraft mm. you know and breaking away from the routine of going from samarpan to school and all these things i didn't know whether it was that and most importantly at that grade grade 8 grade 9 level the uh, you know there was uh, there was no major extracurricular activity which was planned by uh, uh, by the school yeah. where you could participate and you know go, go into this kind of speaking uh, things yeah yeah speaking debating kind of uh, session so perhaps that was uh, one thing which i always kept open uh, after attending the ptms and something all these things this mary madam and all these people who used to speak to me sometimes they say ah this is going good so those words stuck into my ears or you know that was at the back of my mind yeah. when these that to be made and uh, that was that was what happened happened with h1 you know yeah. uh, from one decision to the other and whether the third one which you attended that is the last time or the second last time you went to i think you went totally four times right i went three times yeah three times so the last time you went also i was there at home when you came yeah yeah i remember came back so that was very good uh, very good uh, learning yeah. and uh, i could i could connect easily with h1 okay with with respect to this physics as levels it was definitely not a reflection of your capability so i fully uh, agreed with uh, you know you wanting to uh, retake the exams and yeah. there was something which triggered this inside you also which yeah. you just mentioned it was like and- i mean i i remember that day so vividly like i got my results 
and i had given four exams and three were excellent and everyone was happy with three and everyone kept telling me wow you've done well and all i could see was that one subject that i had done badly in and i went and i requested to use my phone and i didn't mm. call amma first i remember i placed an international call straight to you i was sitting mm. outside school and like this was me in uniform i was mm. outside the gate in school i sat down i called you i said appa i got three a's but i got a c in physics and i started crying i was just mm. bawling my eyes out on the phone and you said don't cry wash your face go back in school we'll talk about this later it's just a c but from that you were so encouraging see 100% you have to understand that you know both your grandfathers have been associated with sound basics of physics through their academic learnings all yeah. these years mm. both kala and myself are science graduates mm. and we do understand there are some things in terms of concepts were difficult in that subject yeah. and perhaps the teacher who who was not uh, the most interesting persons to listen perhaps that could be one of the reasons in which in how the subject was taught mm. but uh, having this background anything less than 80 plus in physics would not have allowed you to keep keep to any of the science programs or the engineering programs or anything as an outcome of the uh, of the grade 12 result which was uh, expected because yeah. uh, at that point in time i think there was no decision with respect to career made with any of the humanities choices yeah. that's true you had made yeah. so i think that was the that was the reason i i said if it has to be a retake it has to be a retake yeah so uh, that was the that was the logic behind it and there was no point in see when somebody realizes his mistake or when some person understands his mistake and he says i want to go through it and i know i have done three subjects well or i have done three papers well and i've got this and this i will definitely kill and crack yeah then all this with uh, uh you know going to pinaki making that extra effort to stay extra hours learning making it fun going with ahan yeah. and all these other things are all part of learning yeah. so yeah that was also very good so i thought it was nice that uh, not nice I, i thought it was very correct that you wanted to retake so there's no harm in retaking as long as it's not the final exam yeah absolutely yeah that's so true so it was worth it so we did but that. but let's talk about you know something like jessup because jessup is one of these things that is just continuous like okay. i did yeah. it once and then i've done it again then i coached now i'm doing it again like mm. but i've never seen you question it as how can this boy keep doing the same activity again and again mm. how how was so, that like for you okay jessup was uh, you know jessup was more um at law school at jnlu jessup was uh, more of a natural progression after the first year success with the manfred lax team uh in your first year you know people took you on board and uh, they coached you so it was good so jessup was definitely a natural progression so jessup first time attempt was of course uh something which was uh, you know which demanded preparation yeah. uh, took away time from your uh, uh you know from your vacation yeah. you stayed on campus and all those things that was good so the purpose of doing that was to hit the world qualifier and yeah. to go into the world qualifier india qualifier and get into the world so 
that was as i said to you at that point in time if you remember you know uh, work hard you know because you have manfred lax nobody had won that time man manfred lax so uh, leave behind a legacy for for moting culture at gnlu i said that so yeah. uh, i thought that was a good thing to pursue and i uh, uh, asked you to you know go ahead with that go ahead with that ambition uh, and also by the time i think it was you're already in third year so you had uh, some people at the back means who some seniors who had passed out who were ready to coach you yeah. and who who themselves were equally uh, sort of uh, charged yeah. saying that this could be the best opportunity for gnlu to make it to the world rounds and things like that so more than that more than that more than something for gnlu i also looked at other factors in terms of exposure learning that will allow you to plan further in terms of your career uh, academic or corporate exposure because i think at that age uh, you know at that uh, phase third year plus it is some it is very important because you had got some exposure to the internships yeah and that's uh, not yet decided what you want to do uh, at that point in time so it was something which came naturally so i said yes up one yes up two please yeah. go ahead and i think that that you know that entire thing also it boils down to how so all these three instances uh your support of it also stemmed out of the amount of autonomy you were giving me to make these decisions uh to a lot of people in college for example the fact that i had such a close relationship with you that i used to talk to you guys about every single thing uh mm. was sort of like oh they're helicoptering always around every decision but in turn and i know i complained about it several times like to my to my friends i was not very comfortable with certain things with certain questions and stuff but the thing that that um, that was always true was that it was me making me me doing all the research me doing all the decision making and then asking you for your thoughts explaining that this is how i had come to my conclusion and then it was like okay go ahead and having that support in your corner was like it meant more than anything else to know that okay my parents are fully supporting of the fact that i want to try this again because they know i can give it a better shot um appa completely supports the fact that i will not come home this christmas even though we see each other only once a year he is also willing to give that up so we can do well at this competition having that support was was everything because i remember that year we only met at the airport yes and, yes and i can't and, yeah hmm. i can't thank like uh, it's very difficult to explain how much that that made an impact every time i tried the second time physics physics was just just the biggest turning point for that because it's not easy to see your son go through i don't think it's easy for you to see me go through you know being so sad at all and then to want to work so hard was like a it was a big thing to have both your parents say oh you know what it's, it's just one thing it's not the final exam you can give it another try go ahead with yeah. all of the confidence and try again yeah. and you made the effort and what was the result yeah exactly which is the which is the wonderful thing like i look at all of these attempts and all of these applications in academics and i think together you and i especially amma sort of defers most of these decisions to us she she yeah. usually says up and you can decide or you know yeah. you can decide uh, but i think you and i have started to enjoy all of these applications more and more 
without worrying about the outcomes. I think in part that's because of the failed applications we've had in the past, but I think it's also because of your enthusiasm and your optimism each time I take on new challenges. Uh, every time you come in with, oh, this is something new Tejas is doing and applying for. What is he applying for? Like, let me also know, let me get involved. But through all of this, two things. Which application of mine stands out the most to you in terms of this journey, in terms of enjoying this journey? And how important was getting that joy in the journey of making the application instead of being solely focused on the end result? Um, what do you have to say about just, you know, enjoying all these applications journeys? I definitely enjoy going through the applications, the websites of the colleges, the deadlines, and what you are doing to prepare, how you are preparing the LOR, how, you are, how when I use the upload date, did the upload happen? Yes, no, all these things. So it's very, I'm very uh, involved with that, though it is external or, you know, remote because the activity has to be done by you. But uh, more than that, enthusiasm and optimism is required very much in every aspect of our life every day. So with each sunrise brings new beginnings, a new day, new hope. And the whole world, you know, is based, is resting on hope. You know, in Hindi, they have a quote, they say, Umeet pe dunia kayam hai. Hmm. On yeah. hope rests the whole world. Yeah. Yeah. So every day is a new day and every day comes with a new hope. So all the applications, all the experience is important. It is important that we learn from those experiences yeah. and we improve and improvise to change for the better each time. And of course, the Cambridge application is being the most recent. It is the most fresh in my mind and uh, the success uh, and the in the result and all these things uh, came uh, in despite all the challenges with the COVID and other things. Every milestone we passed, I think it was, you know, now the next step, now the yeah. next step, now the next step. So that was, I think, uh, a very uh, trying time because we really didn't know which way the things are going to go yeah. Yeah. Until, you, until you came to Cambridge. So I think that was a very... Uh, it's very fresh and at the top of my mind, you know, even though the COVID pandemic is still not over, but I think uh, it's very fresh at the top of my mind. But uh, I would say that just looking a little bit back, uh, you know, uh, to the undergraduate side and everything, I would say the internship at ILC at Geneva is uh, after completing the fourth year at GNLU is the most significant in my opinion, because uh, you you used everything what you learned yeah. you know, right from the base years. It, it was, there was planning, there was preparation, then you planned your stay, how uh, you booked online, then there was commercial planning, then there was leisure, then there was uh, friends to meet, then you you had a networking uh, with your friends or contacts. You could you you know whom to depend on, how much you can depend on, and uh, uh, and also. More than this, this was the framework planning point of view. Sitting, uh, you know, sitting in India, planning where you will stay, how you will stay, how you will book, what you will cook, etc. But once you land there, once you reach there, 
on the ground execution is the most important right so how are you able to convert those opportunities i think that is also very important having presence of mind being active being energetic meeting people taking their experiences and that gives you the biggest confidence to take the next steps yeah because that sure. exposure that learning that 360 insight uh, with the people uh, who actually matter in your uh, uh, working working career working life i think that gives you the strength that gives you the confidence that gives you the conviction saying that this is yes this is what i want to do what i'm thinking is right and you can take the next step so i think that was the most gratifying satisfying and most rewarding uh, uh, part of it firstly because it was coming out of the ilc second is because it was related to the un and third is it had a mix of all these other components which yeah. you had you made during the uh, you know the progression yeah. of your learning career yeah i think that was that was that was a really good application also because i made that also in in dubai yes <laughs> i was down with my friend for a trip to dubai for 10 days and uh, we had a really good time and i made this application back then and it was a very very interesting application to go through to come up with you know a statement of purpose for a position like that to to write mm-hmm. a letter of why i wanted to go there and you're mm-hmm. absolutely right that experience really secured a lot of b- what i believe that i'm i'm interested in today um mm-hmm. and the journey business you know this journey of of applying every time and having that enthusiasm every time i think that's really what pulled me through applying to roads the second time around or you know making these mm-hmm. these big applications i'm never worried about like of course there are things that i desire i'm it'll be wrong to say oh sim- simply i'm putting applications but i enjoy that process of working towards it and that stays mm. with me for a very long time i i am i'm able to you know set aside the outcome and say you know yeah dad and i are having fun i mean i'm applying uh, my parents are are happy with me applying and i'm i'm enjoying myself i'm genuinely committed to giving this my best shot with all of the confidence that and support that you and amma are able to give me so so thank you for all of that thank you for that support for every application i make and i know that you know when i listen back to this podcast when i listen back to this episode i'm just going to be able to relive all of these individual moments and stories that you've shared with me so thank you for being on the show appa thank you for coming today it was a real real pleasure to speak to you on the on the podcast in this nice long chat setting uh that concludes it for this week and we'll see you on the show next week uh please subscribe and do tune in next tuesday for another episode we're out on spotify anchor apple podcasts you name it and we're there see you goodbye <laughs>